Hello and welcome to the podcast. This is Shannon, your beer mistress. The professor. And Sparky. Welcome to the Microbrew Review. This is episode 97. Or 96 part 2. Could be. Sparky made this crazy declaration that he thought that we should just... Keep on drinking. So we're gonna. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, let's be real. It's a week later. However, we're going to continue the momentum that we had on the last podcast. Right. And now that we know what Sparky likes to drink, we tried to find some... Ian's not even buying it. Look, I tried to pretend like I got beer he would like. Nah, that's cool. Well, Um, no, but I need need new beer. This needs to happen. I'm a creature of habit. We're 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 here to make you finding him new then. stuff. Yeah, He's not adverse with to beer. trying. You can only grow when you try things that right. you're not used but to. But growing doesn't mean uncomfortable necessarily. Nah. So we're gonna start off with the Shawnee Craft. I keep wanting to say Creek, but it's not. So um, we had one of their beers last week. So I was I was building. Did you bottle. see what I did there? Oh, right on. Yeah. The first one, the wheat beer that you were very tentative about right was a shawnee creek but this one is hoppy this oh, is very like well hops. it's interesting it is a uh a pale ale aged in apple brandy barrels it wasn't cheap so i hope it's delicious and can it's, i just uh, be that honest <laughs> it's eight percent i'm gonna starting this night off yeah with a bang more or less or i went pop. i went to the checkout lady and she gave me my total for the three beers for the evening and i was like Oh. You're like, that can't be right. I'm also glad that we have another business because <laughs> I'm not sure. What? That didn't even pop at all. That, that was like one of the hardest corks I've had to get out. What she said? Is that even a thing? Yeah, she might have said I, that. Yeah. You don't want to listen to her, though. <laughs> Never do. Interesting. That's Interesting. a really small pour for a really big bottle. Um, well, Ooh. I just wanted to keep it even. It looks like apple cider. Sure Which does. I think we said that about the last one too. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the last one looked like grapefruit juice. Well, actually. grapefruit the juice. The last yeah. one was yeah, a super wheat beer. But it didn't taste like whoa the super wheat beer that I was you know like I said that I was used to at that point. I was, no head at all though. I want to be clear. Zero head on there here. is no. Well, wondering... but there was also no oomph when the cork yeah. came off, so that could be related. It smells like a yeah. It's, you said it's it's apple in there. It's uh, aged in apple brandy. But barrels. it's a pale ale, right? Oh, that's cool. I it thought I tried ale. to get him something hoppy because rumor had it he was a an IPA lover. I like the nose on that. Hmm. I'm not, and it's not bad. It's just very unusual for that's a beer. That's weird. Hmm. It's like... It's so flat. Oh my gosh. I wonder if that's accidental or purposeful. It feels accidental. It does. But interesting. Still flavorful. This is only giving me pause because there were maybe six bottles of this. Some were chilled, some weren't. And when I picked this one up, the label's a little Mm. undone around the edges. And I wondered if I should trade it in. Because I wasn't sure if you would judge it for having undone edges. But now I'm like, oh, were the undone edges reflective of the fact that the cork was a little loose? It, I don't, I mean, to use the the phrase that we would say, it is a little on the skunked side. It tastes like it's, grown up apple cider that was left in the sun for a couple of days. Because it has the kick of the hop, but it's not a smooth... Cider taste, that's weird. It's like apple cider makes apple cider vinegar. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Somewhere in between. Yeah. Now, the cork was actually in very tight. I had a lot of difficulty getting it out. Um, Interesting. 
I'll have to ask Joshua. So he's the guy who manages the beer store where I picked it up. And he's pretty up on the new stuff. He always tries a bottle so he can know if he likes it or not and recommends it or not. I mean, there is literally no carbonation. No, it's like Boilo. Have you ever had that? No. In terms of <sighs> random fair concoctions that make you go, hmm, why am I drinking this? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it's a little like Boilo. Todd Lowry used to make it. It was uh, perfect for Poe because it was fall and rich and cider but strong. And this is exactly what it reminds me. Yeah, of. yeah. I mean, I don't hate this. It's not. I would not call this strong at all. Do you know what it reminds me of? This is the best segue ever. If this is the only reason there's no carbonation, it reminds me of Braggot, which I had for the first time this weekend. Which I still don't know what that is. All right, so it is mead, so honey mead, which right. Verlin hates when I say that because right because it's repetitive. Mead implies honey, uh, and. Beer brewed at the same time as said mead with all the same ingredients, but brewed like beer instead of mead, mixed together. So you basically take, you make two batches and then mix them. Yes. One is mead and one is beer. beer. Yes. So you have like this a carbonated. This is very similar to what that tasted like, hmm. but it was actually more carbonated than this, which I feel a little bad to say. But the um, the honey folks at the Pittsburgh Fair sell mead kits which i'm hoping to buy for jason keep your keep your lid on that one um they have different they have like spiced ones and berry ones and a whole different selection Um, i would almost want to put this in a pot and warm it up yes Mm. oh well the rest of it let's see if we can i would yeah we might give that a try little cinnamon and Mm -hmm. mullet or something is that weird at eight percent, you can. I mean, I'm it. definitely getting like the funky apple brandy, where it's a little. It's got that funky fruit flavor it's to not it. So unlike your pear brandy, frankly. Yeah. He made his own pear brandy. Did he well, share that with you? I infused my own pear brandy. I didn't make the brandy. I took brandy and then threw pears in it, basically. And, and that was just, you. You enjoy pears, or was that just something you thought? It was a would... Game of Thrones thing we did once. Yeah, we have a Game of Thrones cookbook. Um, do I have that now? Or you do. You have that? Okay. Uh, and they just have a bunch of different recipes that are mentioned throughout the book. Somebody went through it and it was basically like, I think we could make these things in real life. And so they made a cookbook. And one of them was a pear brandy, which sounded good. And I was doing a Game of Thrones dinner party. Delicious. So uh, I picked up some pears we as well. Oh, okay. And aged the brandy. We, yes, I'm sorry. We. Sansa salad is no, but it was that was that because but did you choose that one because you thought this is the easiest one to also maybe uh, make or we had like just... four pounds of pears hanging out that was a good motivator yeah you just oh okay so it just happened to be like all right let's just it was a fortuitous got... right on um, brandy is not something that I drink that often although I think I could um, it would be a good especially with cigars dessert. and at yeah. the end of the night it's kind of. I'm more or less just talking about the pears. Oh. The pears, yeah. I mean, I like pears. I don't, I, I've got nothing against pears. And like a perfectly ripe pear really is awesome. We have some interesting observations of pears because we cook with them a lot. I make like a pear tart with almond butter and blue cheese that's kind of fantastic. No offense. And the vertical pear salad. And there's a vertical pear salad. And we, so yeah, I think we like pears. Uh, we do your mescaline salad with gorgonzola and candied almond or candied walnuts and yeah. pears. And yeah, so we have a lot of pears in our menus. But they're either horribly green and disappointing, or two days later, so ripe and mushy you can't deal with them. Right on. Yeah. It's either like a rock or like 
Baby food? Yeah. <laughs> Was that over yeah, there? Yeah. <laughs> the same thing happens with like avocados too. You know, it's like it's yeah. You walk out it. of the room and you come back and you're like, but I was gonna I eat just, that. <laughs> you're like that yeah. was. Oh, yeah. How did that even happen? That's good for me until I eat four of them at once because they're all ripe. Yeah. Uh, so, so I'm gonna say that nobody should feel inclined to finish this. I think we probably. I don't dislike it. I don't dislike it, but I do think that we but probably got a bad beer. bottle. Yeah, I agree. I kind of want to buy another one tomorrow. However, it was not. It was like a nineteen dollar bottle, so I don't really want to run out and buy another one just to see. Well, you should ask your friend about it and be like, "Hey, I got this bottle. I drank it last night, and it was super flat. Is that normal?" That's a really like because there's be still like, enough hey, left in the bottle too. You could, you know, is there any way of prove it ish? Well, well until we mull it later, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you've dealt with him before, I went back to a wine shop once, and I was like, "Look, I just bought this here, and this is." Like, and it's again, it's totally not the shop's court. fault. It was the winery's fault, but right. they want to keep you as a customer. So, yeah, like they're not under on any obligation to take back the wine, but they did. I was like, thanks. I mean, this is awful and like tastes bad. I'm gonna say for those at home, as we said, there's no head because there's no carbonation, but it really does look like apple cider. It it's rich it's i'm not even gonna say amber because it's not as red it's more it's more orange no, it has brown. that like that fall um whoever that like traditional maker of apple cider is that i'm you only find disappointed because i really like what we're tasting and i'm thinking if it were the way it's supposed to be it would be even better now I'm sorry does... ryan i bought this for you because it was supposed to be happy oh no no <laughs> it's very hot which it's not um <laughs> it's the, not uh, at all it's not at all um <laughs> but the uh now I have I am not accustomed to drinking beer that has been corked. Oh well, we have three of them this evening. Yeah. So that's no, and that's after this experience, now, you can change. Your last food. week we didn't have any; they were all just regular, just you know. I'm not going to say a pop top because that that's on a can. But anyway, normal normal bottle normal caps. bottle cap. Um, could and I've heard of wines, you know, reacting to corks. Could that maybe a situation here as well? Um, like there's a beer can. More often than not, beer skunks because of light. light I don't even think heat. this is a skunking thing because skunk beer would still be carbonated. It, well, and it tastes good and skunk yeah. beer doesn't. So basically what happens is an actual cork, you can get a bacteria which then infects the wine, which right. is why it's called corked, um, which is why the newfangled corks are actually kind of better for wine even though they're not as cool. Like there's the one that looks like crushed right, right, plastic. Right. Yeah, or even the screw caps are just as fine because the, the goal is to keep air out um this beer still does taste fine which is why i don't think it's i don't think it's been infected by the cork uh and corked in that sense of the wine flavor uh, although that would be a possibility with beers i don't think we've ever had one though i don't think so either and again it would still be carbonated because it because well, a lot of times i thought it was also if, if it's the temperature change like if you if you buy a beer in a cooler Nope. Throw it in your car. Not is, a problem. It gets hot. Then you go back and you throw it in a fridge. I think episode three or four, we debunked that myth. Yeah. The the actual reason that beer goes bad is just from light. Okay. Which is um, why, like, Corona is a see-through right. glass, whereas look how dark these bottles yeah. all are. <clears throat> Not that these couldn't get skunked by sunlight. But um, it's a lot more. Because well, right now, my biggest issue with this is the fact that I don't think it knows what it wants to be. 
that's a really I'm getting accurate like, description. So I have to say this. I listened to last week's podcast over the last two days on my less than ideal commute. And uh, for as much as you give a disclaimer before all of your observations, they're all amazingly accurate. They're astute. So I think you just need to, you need to own your astute comments and not worry well, about... Well, I'm acting like I know what, I know what I'm talking <laughs> about. <laughs> but no, I just feel like, yeah, I just feel like this one is a little confused. I feel like it's... Well, and we're not helping by the fact that we're acknowledging what's missing, if that makes any sense. Well, and I feel, as far as beers go, this is like one of the most cidery, like you really get the apple brandy barrels. Um, there's a lot of interesting... There's a, a thickness to it, which is uh, a little... I won't say off-putting, but just different. Oh, I find it a little satisfying in that cold weather kind of way. Absolutely. An interesting fall beverage for sure. Fall beverage. I love it. I mean, it's, well, it's I mean, September. Like, That's it's perfect. Yeah. No, but no, it's... it's and no. On a 90-degree day, you wouldn't want to drink this, but Completely. on like a 40-degree night, like you could see, or a 50-degree you know, night sitting out on a porch with like crunkling leaves. Give it an hour. Like, we'll be out there, and yeah. we'll be wishing we had the rest of this beer. Which is why we're going to mull it. I kind of want to, just to see I what happens. I think it would be interesting to I do. have my mulling spices. Could we put that in beer? Uh, let's do half and half. Is mulling meaning to heat it? Is that what you're talking about? Um, no. To heat it. Uh, to heat it and, at a and low like heat. Tea bag it. Over, yeah, basically. <laughs> what, no, what's, but what's to mull? What, what, what <laughs> we know, like mold cider? No. Um, I don't know. It's referenced in like old school books to and cook stuff it, a lot. To cook it slowly over a low heat with lots of herbs with, and spices. With, throw like cloves and cinnamon. It's called mo- mo- mold? Molding. M-U-L-L-E-D. All right. Yeah, well, so I have. Up, I right? actually buy them in bags. They're, they're <laughs> like tea bags. With, with, um, with, with some extra with spices, goodies. basically. Yeah. Which infuses the flavor, but it's you cook it slow enough so it keeps its alcohol content and everything. You know, because if you overcook it, then it, it disappears and that's not mulling anymore. That makes sense. Makes sense. So Mount Hope sells like their holiday wine. Which I think I still have. Yeah, I like bought that for you first, like three years uh, ago. And you st- yeah. It's well aged. And he said, I've always wanted to have like a snowstorm and stay inside and mull some wine. So I bought him some of that. And then I went to a wine festival and they actually sold like tea bags of mulling spices. So you didn't have to put in the cinnamon and the clove and the nutmeg. You could just put it all in at once. Sure. And it's, the best part is it's connected to a cork and the cork floats. So as you dump it all into a pot and you mull it, the cork floats and you can just pull it out when you're done. Right on. So we have that here. Hey, See, that's, that's, that's encouraging. And you often get that little haze of... Uh, so that probably should have been our first semi-warning about the other bottle. Well, and as soon as I pulled it, I mean, I was like, well, that was... Like I was... Underwhelming. Anticlimactic. Yeah. Cause especially because when you work that hard for it, you usually get kind of a big pop. Oh, and there's so much going on right now. The head going just... on there. Look at all of my bubbles. <clears throat> this is uh, the Lost Abbey. I bought this because I want to find the red poppy. The red poppy, I know so that's So hard. <laughs> I knew you understood that. Well, uh, we featured them before. Yes. And I think not just with and the red poppy. And I had poppy. their agave tequila, or agave maria tequila barrel aged beer that I... so. I went out with Sky. We had a fantastic evening. Um, <laughs> I was on this date. No, I, I mean, date. it was like three months ago. It wasn't really a date. But 
we we met for actually a chamber of commerce event and then afterwards i said well i'm not in westchester very often and i want to eat and drink like where should we go and he goes we're actually at the best bar in westchester for beer let's go downstairs cool so we spent a couple hours hanging out eating and drinking and toward the end of the evening he ordered off of the bottle menu which until then we had only done the draft stuff a lost abbey agave maria it was fairly expensive. I think it was about $26 for a bottle half the size of the 750 okay. that we're drinking now. I was going to say, that's not a terrible price for a bar, but if it's only... Yeah, it was like a 12-ounce bottle. Yeah. Uh, and I felt a little guilty, and I know that I am awful at like knowing how actual relationships transpire, but I texted him the next morning to say... I can't stop thinking about dot, 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 that beer. Like, <laughs> all night long, all I could think about was that beer because it was so unique and it was so distinct and strong. And it had, I have a love-hate relationship with tequila, so that's that to begin with. And the fact that the beer was aged in tequila barrels, it was like, it was like sipping this rich Anejo tequila that was actually everything I love about beer but then so flavorful it was almost off-putting if that's mm. not too many adjectives all at once but i still haven't stopped i can't let it go but i'm not sure i want to ever try it again it was just so much. interesting i would like to try it i'm sure you would <laughs> so what lost abbey are we drinking now i'm sorry um the lost abbey abbey avant-garde and I find this interesting because this is the first time I've ever noticed it, but it says brewed and bottled by Port Brewing Company. Which we get a lot of... Port has some really lame labels. Sorry to say it out yeah. loud. Uh, and these Lost Abbeys are always very beautiful and So is like Lost Abbey a sister company of theirs or how are they affiliated or do they just use their bottling space? I'll admit really I'm point. looking it up on my phone right now. <laughs> Well, it's funny. I I was chuckling to myself when you were describing drinking the previous beer out in the porch with the crinkling leaves. Yeah, I and saw how that too. and how detailed that this gets with the, you know, give uh, it a read. Grab a seat on the porch, some soft cheese, and a tree ripened apple from your grandmother's old orchard. Mm. Relax and watch the evening arrive as the afternoon sun is consumed by the illuminating moon over the gardens. But I kind of dig that in a... You, you dig your grandma's garden? In a company that is going to go to that extreme to really kind of, you know... You know, that, 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 that comes from a place of passion. Does it product. say clearly on the label what the style of the beer is? It is a... Um, well, they this say... This is reintroduction for me from last week. That's why I asked. They say it's a farmhouse-style ale. Which means Saison. And is a most delicious companion to a loaf of freshly baked bread from the oven. Perhaps with some room-temperature brie. Mm. Well, we had some <laughs> delicious homemade bread tonight, but no brie. Um, How do you feel about 18-month Gouda? I love 18-month-old Gouda. Jason said as he tasted it, ah, it's not as flavorful as I expected. And I said, try another bite. <laughs> so, yes, Lost Abbey and Port Brewing are the same company. All right. Well, Which then why is, do they have two names? I don't know. I didn't do that much research. 
I'll, Wikipedia we will, we will find out and knowledge. we will tell you more. Um, well, a lot of people with the, when that that's when so that stuff starts to happen though, you know, it's like it's you know like um, I think what McDonald's used to own Chipotle, you know, for a, a short time. You know, it's sort of like it's it's all food, right? You know, it's a different thing. You know, if some people, you know. Well, it comes back to our Goose Island conundrum, since they were bought out. But when we they got bought their, out, yeah. yeah, we love their barrel aged stuff, and they well, and they've maintained, they've retained their their brewing privileges of those beers. I'm just so interested because I feel very neutral at best about this beer. No, toward Port Brewing. Oh, really? Yes. With their Mongo IPA and stuff, they've got some great beers. Their anniversary. Your skeptical face in my direction is so uh, strong, I can barely process it. I mean, like it. all, I don't know, fall, last fall maybe. Um, so then why are they separate if they all make you happy? And why can't I find any red poppy around here, dang it? I, I prefer Port Brewing to Lost Abbey. I don't find a lot of their stuff that I'm really like, personally, I don't know. I haven't tried all that many Lost Abbeys. Um, but like Port Brewing, their Mongo IPA, which we had at Capone's for the first time, I remember. Sure did. Like that's how much I remember it, is I remember the the seat I was sitting in in the restaurant with the people the first that's time I had this. And I was like, holy what? Identifying with you right now. And, um, and then Trio was serving their, I think it was their 12-year anniversary beer uh, this, this past year. And it was a IPA and it was 12% and it was outrageous and really good. So, so I think that this does not taste like a farmhouse or a saison. It's sweeter. Um, the body is lighter. I think it's very nice. I like it. I. I can see this being really I good dig cheese. It. I dig it a lot. <clears throat> Look at you! And last week you didn't like wheat beer. Is that growth I see, see before well, me? Well, I think. Well, no, and well, what I think it is too is that you know, I don't like. The kind of wheat beers, like like I said, you know, uh, um, Bud Light came out with one, and it just tasted, you know, like it tastes like they like they literally took like wheat and like dipped and it in there, ground <laughs> it up, and just put it into the, you know. I mean, I have some biscuits left over. Into if the you cans. Want to try putting them in there. Yeah. Um, well, even um, like Blue Moon, I think there's there's something weird about there's it. There's something weird about it that I just can't. I can't. It doesn't settle well. This doesn't have any of that, the grainy... I bet he'd like the Schneider. I know he would. Didn't we... The end of last week's episode, I asked you so kindly if I could give him Schneider. You said yes, and he said, meh. Well, I mean, we'll do it. Okay. Not on a podcast, necessarily, but... No. It's a good beer. Hey, guess what's going to happen later? Spoiler. German. Schneider Aventinisch. Maybe for Oktoberfest. Schneider Weiss. Oh, I, uh, I guess we like have to acknowledge the upcoming Oktoberfest. Nope. Uh, <laughs> Disapprove. So you are not aware of this, but our listeners are. We have a long-running hatred of Oktoberfest beer. I'm um, glad you just picked an extreme word from the get-go. Are you talking like... Don't like Oktoberfest? The style of beer, not the festival itself. The How festival is great because people drink a lot of beer and that's fun. The style of beer is atrocious. I hate Chardonnay more than anything in the whole world. I've had two lately that I like, and by lately I mean I try any white wine I can find. That one at Bistro La Mignette was not fair. Yeah, that was good. Not fair. It was so good. You're like, ah, this is really good. What is this? And he's like, that 
is a Chardonnay. <laughs> and I saw Jason and Ian at the same time look at me like, what Everyone the was just word? like, what are you going to do now? <laughs> but yeah, I, general rule of thumb, as much as I love white wine, there is there are very few, like 2% of Chardonnays that I am okay with. That is us in Oktoberfest beer. Like We still haven't found our, yeah, 2%. our Oktoberfest that we like. So you're talking like... A company that would make an Oktoberfest brew. Any company that has ever yeah. made an it's a, it's a style of beer, just like Saison and Stout and Oktoberfest Lager and whatever. Is just so well, because like here's here a brown wheat beer of caramelly. <clears throat> yeah. See, now I don't know if I'm repeating stories, but that happened in college. Yes, Sam Adams Oktoberfest. Yeah. All right. So six pack. Yeah. Watching football. Watching I told you football. I listened when you talk. I. <laughs> Watching the football. Watching the football, <laughs> so yeah, and I mean, we thought we, it was nice and smooth. I mean, it was a nice, it was a richer, that, smoother beer. Yeah. But we thought, <laughs> I liked that. No, when me and me and uh, uh, you weren't Craig, having a royal. Me, me, me and Craig Cathers, if he's I thought listening, you were flipping into your. Uh, hey, Craig, I hope you're listening. No, I leave that at. Um, I leave that at home. No, but like we are in the vast minority, I think, of people that because most places we go, we're just like no Oktoberfest. In my defense, <laughs> now hold on, we've both been to Germany and we both had Oktoberfest beers in Germany, correct? Uh no. I, I had, thought you told the holding 17 liters of beer in your bladder. Somewhere. I had three and a half gallons of beer, and they were just German Pilsner. They weren't necessarily Oh, God. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't hold it. I peed like I every 10 minutes. I don't respect you anymore. Give me 10 minutes. I was in it. college. I don't care. I was living in Europe. That's awful. It was great. Pilsner? I don't know what it was. It was whatever they were serving. It was the Hofbrauhaus's, like, brew. The piss yellow Did you drink it from Pilsner? a boot? Das Boot. No, I drank it from half liter goblets. <laughs> the coolest thing ever. There were so many of us sitting there, and I forget how many beers the guy walked with, um, brought to our table, but there were, I want to say at least six that he was holding by the handles That's around one hand, six in the other hand, and a seventh bounced on top of the handles that created a space that was big enough for one more liter of beer. That's a professional. Do you remember what it cost? And he, no. Like, what was a liter of... Mm. Or, I... Was you realize yeah, it was a, that like, was a whole liter. liter. Of you so have he to was have carrying like, 14 liters of beers in his two hands. So a and liter he couldn't of have beers, been more than like five, eight. He didn't have that many gallons. That would be like no, 11 no, no, no. liters. This is for that the whole night. table. I know, but I'm saying if you had three and a half I gallons. I had three and a half gallons. That's like 11 liters of beer. I know. You would have died so I kept long drinking ago. everybody else's. Uh, they're pretty low ABV. They are because they're pilsners because gross. Whatever. Maybe it's two and a half. I had at least seven. I can make you question yourself now. This is a long, long time enough. ago. My beard is grayer. I've smoked too many cigars. Why didn't you bring me any? That's where I learned to smoke cigars. Oh. That night in particular. That night. And I ate a Bavarian pretzel that was like three times the size of my head. Awesome. That's amazing. I it love was pretzels. great. It was like the only food I had, and I was just like, I'm going to eat this pretzel in three bites. <laughs> I reasonably Because I had a lot of beer. For all the things that we have learned how to cook, there are two things that I truly, truly love that I have yet to perfect in my own kitchen. One of them is crepes. One of my you favorite foods. You just need a proper crepe pan. Right. I keep telling Jason he has to take me to France so I can get a proper crepe pan. He sees the flaw in my logic. I so it bet hasn't, you could buy one here for less yet. than a plane ticket. I mean, you should go Whose to France, too. Whose side are you too. on, McCafferty? Can Who's I side come in the luggage? Always. Then, yes, you should how go many, to France. How many people asked me today? So I made this status. <laughs> Phrasing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, how was your trip? Oh, it was good. Everything was kind of sticky. <laughs> oh, sorry. 
Did you get that crepe man? <laughs> um, and after crepes, the second one is a real proper soft pretzel. Because I can roll the dough all night and day, but it's not the same as like a good hot German oven that you just slide the soft pretzel into. And not, <laughs> no! That weren't much better. <laughs> fired. You're so fired. At least you didn't say a Dutch oven. <laughs> oh, God. It's Pennsylvania Dutch country. Uh, what do you want? Huh? <laughs> You're so gray. Just fix that. Uh, I can't. I choose not to. Hey, folks, uh, you can find us on Facebook.com slash Dashing Rogue. And if you want to send some money to help Ian with his, like, graying situation. I will take your money and I will buy beer with it. So thank you. <laughs> Which we will then drink. I'm, I don't care about my grays. It, you know what I don't have to look at? My grays. It's going to be red. If I get to pick the Just for Men color that you're going to come over that. It better be exactly that. this red. Oh or my black. Because that would be pretty cool. No. I had two black streaks in my red beard. You would look so evil. I know. Evil. I think you should just go black in between the two spots of gray. Oh, more evil. I might, I (laughs) might consider that. I can't tell. tell. Hey, I'm done. Walk up to ladies and be like, "Yo, taste the rainbow." (laughs) Catch up, kid. Catch up. I called you. Do you want more, or do you want me to open a new one? Uh, I can't tell. You also have the tiniest pour. Just saying. Oh, so now you're gonna excuse it? Who did the pouring, sir? I sure did. Man, that's a so, bad pour right there. Do you not like Lost Abbey, or you just don't drink it often? No, I don't dislike Lost Abbey. I just don't. Um, I don't come across them that much. Okay. And they remind me of what is the one that Matt brought? That we were all like, "Whoa, this is super weird." With the hot chick on the side. Their label the art. Sour with the hot chick. Yeah. Label art. I got gotcha. you. It's gonna be ten minutes before yeah, I remember. Yeah, that's right. But it's very autumnal. For some reason, their their label art reminds me a lot of, or their name, I think. Sorry, Ryan and I are having of... a moment, and I was just giving him a long distance fist bump. There it is. Also, baby tomato, you're did so you baby. Did you want, or did you want any more? No, no, no. You're doing great. Nope. <laughs> we both have more hair on our <laughs> chest than you do. Right? You're doing, you're doing great. You're doing great. Do you want to touch his ankle? Because I felt like you just saw some skin that you. Feel uncomfortable in my work. Stop making it uncomfortable. Okay. Stop quoting our shows. <laughs> I'm just sad that we, well, we being professor, you and I, so thoroughly stood behind the Shawnee. It's not Creek, or so you have told me. Craft. Craft. Shawnee Craft. Last week, uh, we both chose we it as it our, our favorite. We said it was our favorite. It was our number one. And now it's hard to to add that to the dynamic because I, I still enjoy it. I still I, liked it. And it's making me very confused as a guest because now I don't know what to trust from you guys. Ouch. Yeah, I believe that. <laughs> Ouch. Jeez, yes. whoa, that cork was exciting. Yeah, yeah, there it is. That one was like, hey, guys, skadoosh. We're here. Um, what so are we this, drinking? This is the Weyerbacher Blasphemy, which, which is a Belgian I, quad. Pretty sure Sparky just rolled his eyes deep, deep back into his head. It's 11.8%. What? And it's aged in whiskey barrels. <clears throat> whiskey! This is not going to be hoppy. This is going to be... I dig the... I mean, it's very... Whoa. They've obviously gone for an Edgar Allan Poe motif. Poe-y. Uh, well, There's... this is Weyerbacher, who is not far east in PA? Uh, New Hope-ish. But, I mean, the, the label on the bottle, you know, it's either a crow or a raven. Raven. Um, a Never spilt more. bottle of, or a spilt glass of some alcoholic beverage, I'm assuming, that is 
poured onto a novel or book with a knife Whoa! with a knife through one of the pages. Just one of the pages. So they're going. Well, I mean, it's going. I mean, it's going through the book, basically. Yeah. Yeah. The color and the flavor do not. The color is very. uh, I would say, barley wineish. It's a a rich red amber. Is that an accurate look at look look at my glass since you can see. I have a see through glass today. This is for Easton Easton PA. I was right with Easton. Didn't I say Easton? Hold on. Rewind the tape. Ian, you were right. Yeah, I, I need love it. it a minute. I'm over it now. Wow, but... this is delicious. Holy crap. Uh, I can say crap, right? <laughs> yeah, it's very offensive when you say crap. Wow. This is like, there's some good fruit content in that. Uh, I totally get the whiskey barrels. Okay, can I rewind back to Lost Abbey? So there were four or five different large format bottles of Lost Abbey, all the same price, ranging in ABV from five and a half to eight and a half percent. And the reason that I did not pick the highest of the range is because it was called, quote, ale brewed with raisins. Well, I appreciate that. I don't get a lot of raisins out of this, though, if that's where you're going with that. No, but this reminded me when you said fruit. It reminded me of the fact that this was the second highest because I wanted to. I get a lot more cherry out of this. I think it's blasphemic that a, an ale called blasphemy tastes so fruity. You getting a lot of fruit out of it too? Yeah, I don't like it. Ripe. I like, was expecting like Satan himself, like in this, in this, like grabbing your tongue and being. And like, now it's like oh, 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 now oh, oh, oh. we're having like some like Age of Aquarius moment. Here. I'm gonna disagree with you. I don't think it's very barley whiny. It's, it's no, I said the color was very barley whiny. Oh. It's light in body. Yeah, it's still got that little bit of head. It is. It's like a rich. It's a a ripe red cherry. Not. It's almost like the Castile Rouge. And I wish I could remember what it was, but I've had a quadra, um, a quadra before, with uh, like a Belgian quad. And um, oh, what, is that since the one you had with Brandon? Was yeah, it? and but uh, it was like was that. that Not one Charles t- Brandon. That, that one tasted yeah. a lot like that Edison one tasted Brandon. a lot like the Hebrew we had last week. Yes, yes, which is much this, more barley wine. Which is I was, what I was expecting. I was yeah, me too. That's why I'm sort of like this is not. This is sort but of. But this like, is also eleven point eight percent and very drinkable. This is a right, this which is, is a dangerous combination. A rich ale meets a ripe meets a cherry. Poor. It really is though. Like, ugh. I I like. Why this. don't you like it? Oh, your ugly face! I'm so sorry. He doesn't have an ugly face. <laughs> <laughs> You're sweet. You don't have to stroke his ego off the it's clock. It's just you know? fruity. I don't know, man. It kind of bleeds into real life, though. It's weird. We're Stop bleeding! I do not. I I have. I will faint. We'll it's not, and, and we'll keep that between. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's not like a lambic. No, it's not that kind of fruity. Nor it's not is because it, the what the crake is the the cherry, but it's yeah. sour cherry. Nor is it even like the the rubeus that we had, the, yes. which is why well, no. No. Do you, you remember? just made flames come out your nose. I, I can't tell what you're trying to say. Rubeus. Who made the Rubeus? Uh, I don't know. Mm. 97 episodes later, do you expect me to remember It wasn't this that many thing? ago. It was like four ago. I'm My just friend. saying, as I kind of alluded to last week, I don't, see, I don't see Dirty Harry drinking this. No. You know what I mean? I don't see Clint Eastwood walking into a saloon saying, give me some fruity ale. So, but you could see him saying, "Give me some blasphemy." 
Yes. And then, and then enjoying this on the slide because nobody knows. Oh, God. But he'd have to, I mean, woof. Ryan, I have this awful question. And Why do you want drinking to hurt so much? That, well, that's almost my question. But just based on the stories that you told last episode rolling into this episode and your, your college drinking and appreciating bitter beer face and, and wanting to have the, hey, I'm totally, I'm a man and I'm drinking this. Why? Now that you're a grown up and you can drink whatever you want and hopefully, knock, 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 afford whatever you want to drink. Like, why do you still want beer to taste like that offensive, bitter substance? I think just because it's, that's what it is. I think, you know. Is that what beer means? Like, is that what so the what word if, beer means to you? What if, I just, think so. I mean, for, I mean, for me, it, it's, you know, and just coming from, you know, seeing what, you know, some, <laughs> like what alcohol, alcohol can do to people. And everything sure. like that, it is, you know, and we've said it before, I mean, it is a poison. Mm-hmm. Like, you're poisoning your body, and to me, it's just like, you should just kind of taste it. Like, I don't know. You I should mean, know what you're getting yourself into. You don't want yeah. it to be delicious poison. You want it to be, like... I want to know, like I said, it's like, you know, pouring alcohol in the wound, and you see it fizz, and you're like, it's it's working, it's yeah, clean, Yeah, it's doing you know? its job. I want to know, yeah. I don't know, but like I said, I, I, I mean, you're talking to a kid that... When I was <laughs> when I was like ten years old, I found these shot glasses, and I knew from watching movies that shot glasses is what you put the liquor in. in. So I would take milk and pour yes. them into shot glasses and shoot it. So I did that. But shoot I drank, awesome. I drank the little plastic half and halves that you'd pour the top off of. Oh I yeah. That, that was just the same thing. Mm. I was like, oh, it's exactly that size. Well, my first shot I ever had was up in uh, Upper Vermont in one of my friend's camps. And um, their parents had left. And they had, like, all this liquor everywhere. And my <laughs> Do you remember what it was? Oh, yeah. It was, it was a... Uh, it was, uh, uh, um, Nothing uh, black licorice. Please, God, tell no, me. No, no, no. It was, it was Jose Cuervo. Ah! Okay. And I filled up the cap. And I just took it. Ne- never having taken a shot before yeah. in my life. And this is just a cap full. And a cap full, that's brutal though. And I hit the ground <laughs> like Alcohol gravity just horrible. took me straight down. Didn't have any, didn't know about the whole training wheels thing, the, the salt, the lime. Woof. Well, but Cuervo, you don't need all that. Well, but for a guy like with like no, like, you know. Guy. Like I and said, how old were you? How the old last were you? Th- <laughs> uh, Boy? Seventeen or eighteen. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know, and I never, like I said, the only besides that, the only thing I'd ever had was in Ireland, and then before that was shots of milk. Yeah. So, <laughs> not knowing milk what liquor, from, from not knowing what milk liquor actually to tastes Jose. like. <laughs> Which actually, I li- I'm lying a little bit because when I was in Ireland, there's some amazing after the after the Guinness story, my buddy came up and he goes, "Try this," and it looked like you know, uh, Coca-Cola, and I took a sip, and I was like, what is that? And they were like, that's rum and coke. Rum and, coke and I was yeah. like, oh, sweet. So my dad was a chaperone, and he goes, I'm going to get something to drink. Do you want anything? I was like, no, I'm good. And then he came back, and I'm like, oh, I'm thirsty. I totally <laughs> messed up. So I went up, and I got a rum and coke, and I came back not knowing that the soft drinks and the mixed drinks come in different glasses. <laughs> and my dad just... So awesomely looks over at me and goes, 
Yeah, just don't tell your mother. Yeah. <laughs> you can have one. That's what dad's and, and I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, I'm assuming that has rum in it. And I was like, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I remember. So but, so like I said, liar, I've never, I, at that point, I had never taken a, an actual pure shot yeah. of alcohol. I remember the first time I went out with my dad, and it was after work. We both worked a, a Phillies game, and we were like, ah, let's go grab a bite to eat. So we go to one of the establishments that we like to dine at. Namely? Uh, I won't name names. I was underage. Oh, all right. Um, <laughs> because of the content of the story, I'll yes. let you proceed. And, uh, but I, I had been to college, and, you know, I was 18, 19 at the time, something and like that. And already a quarter to your gray self right now. Yeah. But we sit down, and, like, we both order a burger or something, and he's like, oh, I'll have this beer. And I was just like, I, too, will have a... Yingling? And like, it was like, big question mark at the end, like, is anyone gonna stop me? Like, cause my dad was like, oh, do you want a drink? And I was like, yes. Like, the way I read it was like, you can have a beer if you want. Mm. And I didn't have a fake idea or anything, but I was sitting with my dad and I've looked pretty much like I do now, a little less gray and that's about it. Uh, so the bartender was just like, yep, two beers coming up. And I was just like, this is and I'd been drinking beer, so it wasn't like, I, you know, I didn't have that like, oh, God, what is this? But I just remember that first moment where I was just like, I'm just hanging out with my dad, and he's being real cool about this, and this is right. <laughs> but, and that's another thing, too. It's like, in this field, like, when I got in, um, when I was in college and started doing summer stock between sophomore and junior year, mo- the majority of summer stock are these, you know, revolutionary... Yep. Civil War. So all the guys are growing beards. So I remember that going out, you know, as a 19-year-old and 20-year-old in North Carolina, like never getting carded. No. Because I had this well, big, Well, also you know, it's the Carolinas. Oh, I mean, right I, feel, I feel a lot of it's, it's your just, look it's and a, a lot of your confidence. It's inclusive, Well, welcoming. and that's, yeah. I mean, you know, if, if you look like... <laughs> right, like, oh, uh, could yeah. I have a beer? And it's like, well, what kind of beer do you want? And you're like, oh... oh. Brown. Yeah. The kind that comes in a can. Right. Then they're going to be like, let's take a Genesee. What? Are you 80? Can we take take a random aside? Because we've had a very eclectic selection of beers this (laughs) evening. And point out that, no, we are not going to lie. It has been an entire week since Sparky has been here last. But on Monday night, you went out with your dad. Yes. Oh, yeah. To Bluebird, I believe. That is correct. Which is where it was my saving grace when I was working up there because if you wanted a good beer without driving too far, it was the logical place to go hang hey, out. Hey, Molly's Cheers Bar has one Bottles beer on tap usually. Okay. Well, I wanted, uh, yeah. But I told Ian afterwards that I was very honest with you. I was expecting a review. And when I received them, they were enlightened and well put and very they were they were exactly everything i would hope from at least an untapped review let alone a podcast review so can you maybe describe that evening for our listeners well yeah um i mean we showed up uh and they had dad was in from vermont yeah my dad yeah my dad's in from vermont and um he's a huge and and I, I like their beer as well, so I have no problem saying it. But, I mean, huge Sam Adams fan. Like, that would be his... 
Sam Summer. That's his, you know, his 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 fallback. Um, but we looked up on the specials, and they had a two dollar Coors Light Summer Brew. And I was like, well, you can't beat two bucks for a beer. After salary. And it's yeah, you know, and it's Coors Light, which is my my beer choice, and sweet. And well, they come out with these little ten ounce cans, so you're sort of like. All right. Are they like the hundred calorie Coke cans? Like what's a ten? <laughs> Seriously, yeah, what's no, no, that's cans? what it looks like. Is they, that what they, it looks like? They okay. brought them out, and I thought it was a joke at first, and then um, you're like, what is? And this? then my dad goes, "Can I get a glass?" And they bring out this little <laughs> like tiny... the juice glass from the cruise. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> basically, you know. Um, and I just was like, I'll just take mine from the can. And I also, mean, could I get an umbrella for that? Right. Um, <laughs> But it, it literally, it, it, I mean, it, it tasted like they took a mango and, a, and, and an orange and just squeezed it into the Coors Light, but like 80 of them. Be, because it was literally like a citrusy soda. Sounds there like was a no, Yeah, well, that's what there I... Was, it's kind of like this, it's, it was kind of like this, this, this blasphemy. There, there was no remnants of an alcohol. It was completely fruity. Now, or, I like orange mango. And I'm guessing off the top of your head, you don't know the ABV like for being a... I looked over that can for like 30 minutes <laughs> going like, where is the... And they didn't put it on there. So okay. I'm assuming it was probably non-existent anyway. Um, and then I looked up at the big board. And I looked at what had the highest percentage of uh, ABV. And they had the, uh, the founder's uh, Dirty Bastard. Great label, by uh, the, the way. Scotch label, yeah. yep. or Scotch ale, I should say. And um, I got that. Um, I wanted to get... And that did not come in a 10-ounce can, I'm guessing. That came in a wonderful pint glass. And boy, howdy. I mean, that was... <laughs> it was fantastic. Because um, it had a great bite, like, right up top. You're like, that's the beer. And then it was like a four-second like caramel like after you know, multi uh secondary sure warm, you know yeah that aftershock anyone who has ever had a scotch ale just nodded their head and said yep no yep exactly no and it was yeah and i really i i really enjoyed it um i wanted to get the um i wrote it down they used to have there's a- another 8.5 and it was oh. a uh it was the double platinum IPA. It wasn't like Bud Light Platinum, right? Oh no 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 oh. no! Like no, it was. Um, I got it written down. Oh oh! I'm gonna figure it out. I wrote it down because I was gonna actually get it, and then I didn't. Well, yeah, I chickened out. <laughs> you were with Dad. You wanted to be behaved. I respect yeah. that. So Come I on. just want to say this Weyerbacher, like I've had. I've had. I, I feel like I've had all the Weyerbachers. I like it so much more than I was expecting. I I love. Oh, the Star thing. Hill. Oh, Star, Star Hill. Hill what? Star Hill Double Platinum IPA. Huh. We have not had that. We've not. Although we've had. We have to go there now and get that beer. We've got a lot of back and forth in the Star Hill because yes. their last one we were very pleased with. All right, so I have to tell the story. Today I was uh, in Wegmans in their beer section, and I, for the sake of folks who don't live in a awful place like Pennsylvania where beer is so limited. This is a great place. The the bottle shop in Wegmans Malvern is actually quite substantial. It is probably 
three times the average bottle shop that I have managed to find. And as I was wandering up and down the aisles looking for beers for this evening, three times I passed this woman that I recognized, but I could not figure out exactly where I knew her from, (laughs) which I love. And so finally I was like, okay, wait, wait, wait. I know where I know her from. Ah, What's her name? And of course I could not think of her name. So instead, I just sort of walked up and tapped her on the shoulder and said, great day for a beer, huh? And she looked at me (laughs) and you saw the aha moment. She was like, yes, God, you're here. Uh, Wherein I became like the beer savior, I guess. Uh, But So how big is, okay, we'll finish your story first because I know where it's going. So I was going to ask a question that wouldn't make any sense. (laughs) So she said, oh, thank God you're here. I am... I don't know if you've ever been to one of our events, but we are raffling off a an alcohol basket. And apparently this is like a Mondo basket. This is not a Christmas basket that has three beers stockings like, in it. No. Yeah. I said I asked her flat out, I said, What is what is also in your basket or all already before you start? What and do we got had, going on in this basket? Yeah, she of had goodies. like two bottles of wine and three different spirits from tequila down to like triple sec. I mean, it was pretty substantial. So she was coming to buy beer to round it out as well as a few mixers. Okay. So she said, beer mistress, God almighty, I would spend 30 minutes doing this, but you're here. Can you help me please? So we went through the store and it's a very robust opportunity. And it was very interesting because at first she said, what would you recommend? And I ran through and recommended and then she looked at the prices of the things I recommended and was like, awesome stuff. Let's cut that in half. What's tier two? All right, cool. So, like, one of them was the Brooklyn Black well, It's Stout. almost like one of our beer dinners where it's like, here's, here's we, what we, we will make do. you this dinner. And yeah. they're like, okay, what can you do for half that price? And we're like, <laughs> exactly. cool. We can still have an awesome dinner. <laughs> yeah. Here's what it is. Exactly. So, like, we did a Brooklyn Black Stout aged in something, something barrels. I don't remember. But it was like $23 a bottle. She was like, Awesome! I'm looking at this one that's seven forty nine a like, bottle. Great what old Rasputin. Let's do yeah, that instead. Exactly. So uh, I spent like ten minutes with her running through the aisles, and one of the things that I came up with was the Star Hill White IPA. And she looked at me kind of cross-eyed, like I've never heard of this brewery, and I've never heard of this style of beer. Like, why did you pick this one? And I said flat out, I said, we had it on the podcast. It is the best beer I have found in forever for food so if you're gonna put it in a big old basket of other things that you should drink with food yeah it should for the price for the 6.99 or whatever it comes out to a bottle i was like you need this and so she got that and she got a pumpkin because it's that time of year uh and i thought of you ryan no offense of course but on the side it said it's good to be king so i wanted to buy you a bottle but it didn't say that on the bottle it only said it on the case i didn't want to buy you a case no offense uh and so when good it was, thing considering you yeah. use pumpkin <laughs> look i have nothing against pumpkins i'm not going to use a word like hate but that's a four letter word a i'm a hateful person a little overrated so then she said, I want a filler beer. What should I buy? Give me a six pack of something. And I ran around until I found the uh, Thomas Jefferson by Yards. Oh. And so I did a, a six pack of Thomas Jefferson and said, I've met him. He's delightful. You should take him home with me. <laughs> so she was very excited and then uh, told me about an event on October 2nd that I will share with you that we should go to later. Excellent. So that was a, a great way to spend my lunch hour, I guess, is like wandering around. 
Wegmans and finding out that there are people who want beer advice. I love... Go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say, I just need to say this in case he does listen, because he's, you know, awesome. But my dad is the one who used the word caramel in the description. So he doesn't say caramel. He says caramel. We say caramel. Okay. Because that's how it is. Our people say caramel. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a caramel kind of guy. The, uh, but no. I grew up caramel. I, yeah. And I, then I grew into a caramel. It was, yeah, it was one of those, because I was sitting there, because I told him what I was drinking it for, and he got very excited to, to help out. Did nice. you do that for us? And, well, yeah. Well, no, I'm trying to. I'm just branching out. I'm trying to branch out. I know. And, you know. Wait, where in Vermont does your family live? North. Well, they're from Rutland, which is right close to. You were were, were so close. Tri state area. They're right in the middle. Well, they're right in the middle. I grew up. I was raised in the tri state area. And then. Oh, ouch. Ooh. Yeah. Let's talk about that after. We will. We don't want to get dirty in front of everybody else right now. No, we'll tell you later. If you have, when you're older. If you have, <laughs> oh my God, we're so old, Ian. Anyway, I'm the so, youngest one here. I'm right in the middle of the um, one. Sparky, which was your favorite this evening? Oh, um, and I know that you take great delight in it, but obviously it was the uh, the Lost Abbey, the Red Pop, or yeah, sorry, not the Red Poppy, the, the uh, Avant Garde Ale by the Lost Abbey. Saison? Did you just say Saison? What, what? Which last week you were like, me. Mm, he said I didn't say seasonal. anything about it, I think, about last week's, did I? All I'm saying is, I took what we learned from last week. I picked these beers intentionally. I wanted to help you grow. Except for the last one. And I feel like that happened. No, because you, you weren't super keen on the Saison uh, from last week. That was the Shawnee. Is that the first one we yes. had? Yep. But oh, yeah, you just picked the Saison this but week as your favorite. <laughs> no, sorry. It wasn't garbage. <laughs> no, it was, but you didn't like it. But this I is wasn't. the same style in a roundabout kind of way, uh, but just a very different take on it. Well, and, and unfortunately, I mean, the first one, I, th- I think we all kind of got a little gypped on. I would love yeah. to try it again. I, mean, I the, would totally try it again. The blasphemy is just, like I said, a liar. <laughs> it made you make a face. Because, oh man, that was a rough one. I mean, and it's just, like I said, it's just, it's a fruity, you know, uh, keep it out of my beer. And then the, um, but no, but I, I would definitely, I like the avant-garde. I actually finished off the bottle. I like that. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go like completely opposite. I say that the blasphemy is my favorite. I will second that up and it is a close second, even with the lack of carbonation with the, uh, the Shawnee Craft. Uh, and I would love to try it again. I hope that it gets better and different. But uh, mostly I just want to say this blasphemy is outrageous. Like, It's really damn good. I am delighted by it. Now, pick up the Shawnee Craft again. No, I don't want to. It's a PA. I just want to know where because I'm starting to think we need to visit because the last two weeks have made me very encouraged. Yeah. That maybe uh, we should go out and... Uh, Delaware PA. Delaware PA. Luck? That doesn't where even make Delaware any sense. <laughs> Shawnee. Don't on, lie to me. Shawnee on Delaware, PA, man. What? On Delaware? One, one River Road. They oh. give you the exact address. Is there a zip code? Yep. Nope. Nope. <laughs> All right. USA, in case you don't know what country. Cool. cool. Um, yeah, the blasphemy for me is really doing it. Uh, I have had quads before, and a lot of quads I don't like because they are raisiny. 
This quad is nothing like raisins. Let me take this second to God, say, so Ryan, it's 11.8. I'm sorry, it. sir. I I bought today's. Why beer. are there apologies? I bought today's beer to compliment your palate, based on what I learned from last week's. However, it was not my fault that Shawnee wasn't as happy. Right. As the label. I don't understand what there. There are no apologies necessary. Okay. Because we're literally sitting here drinking beer and talking, <laughs> so that's. <laughs> There's nothing to apologize about. We're doing great. Is, I thought that I thought that I picked things that would make you be like woohoo, and that hasn't happened. However, I appreciate. Well, no, your the Lost Abbey. I was definitely. I, really like I finished the bottle. You, no. So you did great. What the what? You can't help the first one because the yeah, first one was... had a great. Like I said, the fir- the first one. It just was confused. Right. It, it tasted. It had a great cider Stay taste. Stay tuned, folks. On and then this weird. One hundred and eleven. We're going to Shawnee Craft. The but beer, the, uh, the beer mystery, that? But yeah, the professor this, and Jason are going to Shawnee Craft. Uh, I just feel like this blasphemy. I'm just like, I'm sorry. It's got such a badass label, and it's you know, you're it's, so disappointed. Your face. It's is like, like it's oh. like we got Poe here, who I have a special relationship with, and it's like, Annabelle yeah, makes me so let's happy. have some those, those fruity, you know, all the way up there. I don't know. There. How about this? <laughs> I don't Sorry, know that Jason, have fun. <laughs> I don't know whether anyone is dying to hear what I have to say, but I none of them, none of them are my number one, and number none of them are my number three. Like I think they were all fantastic, and I am sad that the first one was flat because I have so much potential. No, you, you have you, you have, have so much potential. A limited potential. This beer had so much potential, though. I want right to taste the Look shit at, out the of the way her hair, hair is amazing. Her hair is like, her hair Can we is talk about this? Wait, no. are you still wearing Both the headphones? Yes, I'm totally wearing they, the headphones. Your hair looks super like, <laughs> super 50s right now. Is it 50s? I can't, 60s? I don't know, it's, I can't see it. Well, it's definitely, it's I like mean, a, it's a, like a go-go kind of I'm thing. I'm going to say like, I'll say late 60s, early 70s. It's like, great. No. We have to you take know. a photo before you move. Okay, Because I was thinking about it. But we have to wrap up. Um... They were all fantastic. I'm going to agree with Ian, which I it, it kills my soul to say, but the blasphemy was way better than I was expecting. I really, really loved the Shawnee Creek, uh, but I was not at all disappointed by the Lost Abbey. And I only say that because the the, the port, port brewing? Port, port yeah. Yeah. Ah, their logos give me pause. I, I their beard is not. Very, okay. Anyway, until next time, uh, I am at Beer Mistress on Twitter. At Dashing underscore Rogue on Twitter. I'm Sparky. If you want to find me, you talk to me. <laughs> or talk to us. We know where he lives. Oh, we'll, we'll find him for you. It's well, true. Uh, Actually, we're we do, at yeah. Facebook.com slash Dashing Rogue, and we can always be found at DashingRogue.com, as well as the delicious recipes we were talking about last episode at uh, BeerMistress.com. Thanks so much, Sparky. You're welcome back anytime, because if you can't tell, we kind of like I think it. we'll get him on at least one more time. <laughs> if I'm lucky. No, no, no. Like, around, yeah, okay. We'll have you back. Maybe next week. Maybe a month <laughs> from now. But it'll happen. We're just going to do like the next six weeks of just us three. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably. Which is, the, is it really a bad hey, thing? Hey, no. you're the new Cousin Max, the, and hey. the Cousin Max shows his ankles, and you well, show your biceps. That's I'm, the difference. All right, I'm only okay with that because I know Cousin Max doesn't listen to the episodes he's not in, so yep. we can talk about <laughs> so it. So true. All right, guys. Until right. next Bye. time, this is Shannon, your beer mistress. The professor. <laughs> and Sparky. See you then.